Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent And then the playoffs begin. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin here. Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing, Power Plus Mouth Guard, and Small Town Society right here on L4 Media. And we're starting off tonight. Well, we start off with 2A always, but we start off between 3A and 4A with the 4A game because we'll go ahead and announce it now. We'll be at a 4A game this week as we're going down into the Deep East Texas, back to my old home stomping ground to watch Carthage versus Van. Uh, I watched a little bit of uh, the Carthage game this past week. Uh, they're good. Carthage Center. Yeah, they're good. They are good? Yeah, they're really good. And really? I'll give Center credit, That's man. That's surprising. Yeah. I, I thought they were paper tigers. <laughs> I, I will give Center credit for for a quarter and a half. They uh-huh. they they answered back and forth. It was 14 th- or 16-14. You always know. When Carthage is a little bit worried about their opponent, because when they score first, they'll go for a two-point conversion. Because mm-hmm. they want to go ahead and get you off your schedule. And center, center. Do you answer, think they're really worried? I, yeah, I think they're. I, look, Car, centers, the the triplet center things the real. Oh deal. yeah, no, I know. I I, I, I went I, back and watched yeah, them several times. I think center. You know, again, the problem was is the region they're in. You're going to have to go through some giants, but I, I think center could end up because if I'm not mistaken, Carthage and Pleasant Grove would play on the side third, bracket. Yeah, third, third round. Third round, I believe. I could see center on the other bracket getting through back to play Carthage. I, I really could. Now they're going to have to figure out their defense. You and I have talked about that a couple weeks ago. And, and the funny thing was, is, I, I still think they're getting a little better. I know I, it's on paper, and I look. I didn't see this Carthage game. Yeah, but how can you really? measure it oh yeah i'm not even i'm more measuring what they did against van and van gutted them 56 points i still think that their defense is their biggest issue but in saying that oh no i absolutely yeah yeah exactly i absolutely agree i do think they're getting a tad better a tad bit better and if you have an offense like that you can just get us a stop yeah (laughs) a stop and and maybe they're getting good enough to get a stop and, and the issue with them though was that um I'm laughing. Sorry. I'm laughing at the, t- the typo in Brownwood Lubbock. Uh, so can I? Okay. I don't know why that's making me laugh, but that's funny. Yeah. I said the Brownwood defense held Esther. I don't know. Jouat, 
Is that I, that I, new gonna, loving school by loving Cooper? I'm going to admit that I drove back. I stayed in uh you weren't able to make Yeah, the I wasn't trip. able to make the trip. Um, <clears throat> I stayed down for the Silsby Hancher Finette game. I stayed in Lumberton on Friday night, and uh, my whole intention was to get up early and head back for long home ones. for the uh, Texas game and, you know, watch college football all day. <clears throat> I got back, and I got in my easy chair. And I was like, you know what? I need to do some uh, football research for the show I'm going to try it on my phone. Oh, <laughs> that's where it went. So, yeah, uh, Esther Canado Juat. <laughs> New high school. But anyway, that is Grand Ive Terry. This is a Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition. Normally we go to break, but we're just going to start jumping right into the review section. And let's start at the game that you were at. Mm-hmm. Silsby holds off Hampshire Finette tw- uh, 39 to 21. Uh, at the end of the day, they just could not stop the Tigers' big offense. Yeah. Look, man, I mean, Silsby, we know how deadly they are. When Silsby needs a play, they go to uh, Dre Lamb yeah. Miller. They do. Uh, Ashton Cartwright uh, is very effective. And, and, you know, a lot of times they're giving uh, Dre Lamb Miller all this attention defensively, and it opens up Cartwright, who as very athletic another he's he's another fbs kind of oh, oh yeah player. and and i think i think their junior quarterback michael mosher needs to get a little bit more pub i mean this dude uh-huh. yeah he's got studs. trey kibbles too yeah man. trey kibbles too he's got studs on the the you know a wide out but you've got to throw it to him and mm-hmm. and they've got to be able to catch it and he was 17 to 28 330 yards four touchdowns he did have one interception for me I don't know if there's not a more explosive player than Draylon Miller in 5A and below. Well, I don't know if there's much more of a, an explosive offense yeah. than Silsby, too. I mean, everybody talks about center, but uh, Silsby is center offensively with a darn good defense. Look, Hampshire Finette, they held Hampshire to Finette to 21 points. Seven of that, or six of that, I guess, was Hampshire Finette had a blocked field goal return for and, and yeah. returned it for a touchdown against Silsby. They Hampshire Finette had a, a, a few big plays outside and that led to a couple of touchdowns. After that, uh, this Silsby Tiger defense all but shut down the Longhorn offense. So. I think that's the two things that are different this year and even last year. I know they lost, what was it 58 56 to Quero? Yeah. But that their defense, as you talk about, we're joking about center, they make a couple big plays. Also, that their offense, their offense has been big play the last three years. But two years ago, when they finished five and five, they would just get into these funks offensively. They just, if mm-hmm. you shut down Draylon Miller, that you shut down Silsby. As you talked about, you can't do that now. Now, in saying that, I wanted to finish Draylon Miller. Nine touches, 200 yards. Yeah. I mean, that's just absolutely crazy. When I mean, they need a big play, go to Miller. But but you're right, though, man, when it comes to the playoffs, and if you start, you know, leaning that way, they've got Kibbles out of the backfield, and they've got Cartwright. I mean, they've got, yeah, Cartwright, the wide receiver. Uh, it's a, yeah, Cartwright, the wide receiver. He had five catches, 111 yards, and two touchdowns. Oh, uh, I mean, but, you know, Miller would have a corner and safety bracketing, bracketing him, yep. and he still made a play. Big play, not you know, little bubble screens. I mean, big play, you know, 25 yards down the field, down the seam, and he's just going up in bracket coverage and coming down with the, the, the catch. And, and that's that's when you know they're big time. You and I have been doing this long oh, yeah. enough that we've seen a 1,000 players at all levels, but especially 4A and 3 that they look like gods because nobody can touch them. Yeah. 
you realize when they get to college, they got to adjust to that. But you see players like Jordan Whittington and Draylon Miller who play good enough defenses that they can try to take him out of the game, and they just can't because they're just that good. And Silsby actually brought him in at safety for the whole game. First time he's played defense the whole game, and, uh, I mean, he's just a, yeah, a game changer. But I'm going to tell you right now, Silsby – to me, it's it's up to them whether or not they go to Arlington. I agree. It is. I, I mean, agree. You know, they cannot have a game like they had against Quero. Yeah, because I'm still surprised but they I gave don't up think that many they points. Have a game like that now. Um, you know, if they're on their A game, they're almost impossible to beat. Now, in saying all that, Hampshire Finette's going to be playing for a long time too, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I mean, th- this game did not take anything away from them and what they do. Uh, they have liberty. Uh, this week and then and then they start the playoffs they're on by the next week so i mean that that felt like kind of the perfect okay you, you got beat by silsby but you kind of you've measured up you know mm-hmm. where you're at yeah. let's lick our wounds against liberty get some junior varsity players in take the week off the last week and come out firing and i expect the longhorns to be making a long run i think oh, a yeah. lot of the dis- teams in this district are going to be making long runs in this region and this yeah. is a good region too yeah probably one of the fastest districts or yeah fastest districts in the state yeah i agree you look at speed wise all right, Brownwood, uh, 35, Lubbock Estacado, 14. Brownwood defense held Escado just 57 yards of total offense. Uh, the quarterback, Ike Hall, ran for 180 yards and four touchdowns. All right, you were right. You've been right this year a bunch on these. I, I, I you know... I'm the one that has the epic rants about not trusting teams. And I had one about Estacado a few years ago and, you know, I, I was buying in, I've seen Brownwood. I'm impressed, but I still feel that Ike Hall's the only thing they have, but it's proving to me in this region, that's probably all you're going to need. Cause he's that special. Uh, I still like Estacado to go a few rounds, but yeah, this knocks them down a peg. Yeah. But I, again, going back to what the Brownwood defense did, you know, and they played a solid, pretty solid game against Stephenville. Yeah, well. they get they get kind of labeled, oh, well, you're going up against the third string quarterback. Yeah, but even when the first string was in there, Stephenville was having to work hard for their money. I yeah, mean, and Brownwood was physical. Oh yeah, and they for yeah, and uh, you know, Stephenville's got a really good running game that's starting to poke its head right now. <laughs> yeah, by and, the and way, we, and, and, by, and I think that's when it really peaked against Brownwood, and Brownwood was the. Uh, on the bat end, uh, receiving end. Of you that. know, sometimes losing your two quarterbacks forces you to realize what you do best. And mm-hmm. you and I even talked about that going into the game. And by the way, Jason Smith, our embedded Stephenville reporter, shame on you for not telling us the quarterback. You're not hiding anything <laughs> from the rest of the state. You got to let us know these things. Um, staying out there, Canyon beat Randall 48 to seven. The Eagles racked up 633 yards of offense. 486 of that was on the ground. Boy, the- how, how just, what a luxury that is when you can line up and run 486 yards. Well, and give this coaching staff credit. Last year they had Derek Clements, one of the best quarterbacks in all the land. Yeah. And they threw, 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 threw. They lost him halfway, like what, week five or six. And they kind of, they still were solid and they, they kind of started running the ball more. They've carried that over this year. And I'm going to tell you, you and I always talk about it. It's what the hat says right there. Run the down ball in the playoffs, even in 2023 in high school. If you can run the ball consistently, you're going to win a lot of games, especially out there where it gets cold. Yeah. That windy wind. in the playoffs mm-hmm. Canyon's now seven and one. Let me tell you, I went back and watched uh, about two and a half, three quarters of this game online. And, uh, uh, Kenyon's big up front. Yeah, and they were big last year. They were they were young. My only issue with them, and it won't help hurt them in this region, is they haven't played anybody. Like as far as played anybody, like they they played Kenyon's West Plain, but they lost by three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I just worry that they're going to be one of those traditional region one teams that blows through the region and then gets to the region semifinal or the, even maybe the state semifinal and just get the doors blown off of them. I, I think they're, well, I don't know that the, with, with the, the running attack that the Canyon has, I don't know that they'll, that's a the really doors, good point. That's a good point. Doors blown off of them. Um, I, I, I think that West Plains game maybe was a little bit of a tell, but I think if you go back and play that, uh, in the region finals, say type of game, not saying they will or can. Yeah. Right. West Plains is. Well, I think West Plains is a region favorite out there in Division Two. Yeah. I mean, they're really uh, but really I, good. I think it would be a different game. Oh no, I I, I don't disagree with that. All right, Decatur twenty three, uh, Springtown seventeen. Springtown's getting a lot better right now. I mean, they started know. off a little bit slow, and now they are uh, they're 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 starting to play very competitive. Yeah, they're one of those teams that you get them, you know, in the second, third round of the playoffs, you're not going to want to see what they're doing. I I thought they played very well in this game. Give Decatur credit, man. But Decatur's so confusing this year. I mean, their losses are all quality losses. Oh, yeah, that's a tough schedule they play. But I'm actually – I will say this. I'm impressed with them playing what I think is a solid offense in Springtown and holding them to 17 because that's been the knock on Decatur this year was that their offense – I mean, that their defense was struggling. Yeah, that Springtown quarterback can move the football, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A dual threat. And you look at, for Decatur, we've talked about it all year, Nate Palmer, he ran for 135 yards. Jed Ross threw for 150. I, I think if there's been one thing that's been a little bit down for them this year, and I'm saying this, and this is a team that's scoring 50, 50, 50, is that they need to diversify their offense off of Nate Palmer more in, mm-hmm. in the bigger game. And yeah. I think that's something that they're trying to, to figure out. But, yeah, good win for them, and honestly, a good loss for for Springtown. Because I, I my opinion, Springtown's going to beat Burke Burnett and beat Wichita Falls and be the second-place team. Yeah, me too. All right, Graham, 58, Sweetwater, 14. Graham's Ty Thompson threw for 100, uh, 201 yards and ran for 51 Rodamonzi ran for 241 yards. This Graham offense is starting to click. Well, and, and you know, we've talked about defense them. ain't so bad either. No, and we've talked about them all year, and we talked about they're young, and we wanted to see how they responded against when they lost to Hershey two weeks ago, uh, 27-26, and then the last two weeks. And, again, it's been Snyder and Sweetheart, Sweetwater, but Sweetwater started unbeaten at the beginning of the year, yeah. and Sweetwater's very young. Watch out for them. Don't but they have a uh, freshman quarterback? Freshman quarterback, yeah. and, but the last two weeks – Graham has done what a, a team that needs to answer back when they've lost the game has done. They've destroyed Snyder 49 to 6 and now Sweetwater 58 to 14. Yeah. Uh all right, Carthage 72, Center 27. This is a game you watched online. Yeah, I, wa- well, I watched the first I, so I watched up to so first off the, the offense for centers is the real deal. I had watched a couple of other games earlier. If you can watch them on any TSN by the way, any center broadcast on YouTube. And the center broadcast they're Homer, but they're good. They call it right down the line. I watched the center Dangerfield game and thoroughly enjoyed their broadcast of it a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, in this game, center stood with them for a minute. It was 16, 14. Uh, it was then 27, 14. I want to say it was about 45 seconds left and centers quarterback gets hit fumbles scoop and score. That's all you need to well, get. It was, Carthage, you right? could literally just hear the light click for Carthage. <laughs> I, I swear it was audible, like clock. There we go. And from that point on, y- if you're going to get Carthage, in my opinion, this year, you've got to get them early. 
and then hold on mm-hmm. uh, because you can get that quarterback's really young. Surratt, he's a stud. He's a sophomore. But it, it seems I've watched now a couple games where it seems like it takes him a, a three or four drives to truly kind of get clocked in. Settle into their, Settle their, into their, their game plan. Yeah, right? to their game plan, the rhythm. And, and we got to remember, uh, you every team sees something new from their opponent, but especially when you're Carthage, you're going to get teams trying things that they've never tried before just oh, to try yeah. to stop you. Right. Um, but, dude, it's Carthage. And, and the scary thing about this is I was watching that. The offensive line gives up some pressure because they're smaller. And then I go, oh, wait, they're all sophomores. So they're not small. They're small for 4A Division I seniors, but they're not small for 4A Division I sophomores. They're going to be big. Uh-huh. And that's the thing that just scares me is these, for the first time in 10 years, Carthage has aligned their sophomore offense and their sophomore defense at the same time. Now, a few years ago, that meant they were like eight and five, eight and six. You can see the difference in the talent now. They're all young, but my God, that defense flies across the field. Mm-hmm. Center made a couple, like, should have been intercepted by Carthage. Holy crap. And I can't think of that wide receiver for center. He made the big play and he got the score. I wouldn't look at that, though, and think if I'm another team, hey, we're going to do that because center's triplets are legitimate. Oh, yeah, they're they're special. They're fun to watch. Uh, and it, that's why it still amazes me, like, the, the Van game, they, they only scored 36. But they also, at times when you have an offense that's all gas, no breaks, you have turnovers. Yeah. And that, again, seeing that last play or not last play, but the, the play that closed it out early in the, or late in the second quarter, that's how it was. They're at the 50 yard line. Hey, if they score, it's back to like a 13 point game, mm-hmm. get hit, scoop and score. And the game's over. Yeah. Yeah. You do not want to give Carthage. Yeah. That's the worst <laughs> thing you can do is yeah. give a team like that a turnover. Yeah. And I hope Van takes care of the ball right? I, I, and we'll talk about in the next segment but I, I i know i made that was it that was 10 years ago now wasn't it when i made yeah. the at the big arts preview show i said van would win the region and win state and how they got beat by carthage in the first round like 40 <laughs> to 6 um but i will say this i think the thing that can give van a hope is they are so diversified offensively mm-hmm. that I, I you can't key in on one thing, and, and right. so we'll see. We'll, we'll talk about that in the next. Still got to bring your A game, though. Yes, sir. A plus 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 game. All right, uh, La <laughs> Vega like a school. <laughs> Waco A plus plus. <laughs> it's a charter school. It's a charter school. La Vega forty nine. Wow. Alvarado twenty eight. Um, man, I thought uh, Alvarado would play a little closer here. Doesn't it feel like they're kind of running out of steam a little bit, maybe? Well, I don't know. They're running into a tough part of the schedule. Well, yeah, I know that. Yeah. That, but, that but, might be where the um, the balloon got popped. Well, but we see that all the time with these type teams. They're, they're really talented. They're really young. Mm-hmm. And, and they start out really good. And then they, they kind of get into the slog of their district, especially this district. And, and they start to struggle. Now, in saying that, they're going to make the playoffs. They're, they're going to. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and I wouldn't want to play them as, I can't remember what the district, who they play in the next district. But in saying that, same thing with La Vega. You know, La Vega, for, for all the talk that we have talked about it, and me and Matt Stepp have talked about it on Twitter, about how, you know, we're so used to them being all defense, okay offense this year, it's flipped. Yeah, but look at what they're doing against everybody not named like China Spring. Yeah. You know, and Lorena. And, and, and you know, they held Yoakum to 21, and you and I are very impressed with the Bulldogs. I'm very Cooper. high on Yoakum. Holding Alvarado to 28. Now, we'll, we'll get a test next week. La Vega's off this week. Next week, they're playing Stephenville. I don't even care if they win or lose the game, but if they hold Stephenville under 40, then La Vega might be a team that you don't want to play in the playoffs. Well, yeah, I, you know, no matter what happens against uh, Stephenville, I don't want to play La Vega in the first round. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. exactly. Uh, All right, how about uh, Salina, 49, that's right, Carter, 34. Salina's uh, quarterback, Knox Porter, threw for 266 yards. Harrison Williams ran for 93 yards on 16 carries. Here's the thing. 
the Salina defense did allow 399 yards rushing uh, to Carter. Well, so I don't know what to think about this game because I, if you put it back to back, Salina struggled a little bit with Wilmer Hutchins too. Exactly. But then when you go back, well, they also beat Anna and I've seen Anna twice uh, online now. Right. And Anna, I still think I, I still contend that Anna is better than they were last year or as good and Salina beat them. So what's going on here? Well, well, here's the funny thing. And this is why Carter lost. Yeah. They had 399 yards of rushing and, and they were 10 of 16 through the air, but they had 15 penalties for 117 yards. And and that you is just Salina just playing down to their competition. Oh, yeah, I think this is just they're at that point where in that district, other than Panther Creek, everybody else is okay. Wilmer Hutchins is okay. Carter is okay. Mm-hmm. But Salinas played Anna, and they've, they're going to play Walnut Creek or Panther Creek. They're looking to, to the playoffs. Yeah. I will give them the benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt. And I will still say that these are the games that you always go, well, man, if Carter could just do this consistently, well, guess what? That's their whole issue is they can't sure. do it consistently. Right. Uh, and so in saying that, I'll say like we did last week or last year, I wouldn't want to play Carter in the first round if you get them motivated and they're ready to play and it's at a favorable place. Like if you don't have to go all the way to Sulphur Springs, maybe. Uh-huh. If you played at Royce City or somewhere inside Dallas, they might be a first round upset. But yeah, at the end of the day, it would I, be an upset. Well, it's Sulphur Well, no, let's see. Yeah, what yeah, the heck is it? Springs. It was I mean, Sulphur Springs last Sulphur year. Springs yeah, a little bit tougher. Even this year, they're looking. Um, to look you just want to avoid Anna in the first round. Oh, and yeah. if you avoid Anna, then you might have it. If you can beat Sulphur Springs, you might have a two round run. But for Salina, I give them a pass right now. All right, here's the game I watched on Thursday. Uh, oh, Stephenville yeah. 31, China Spring 21. And that Stephenville defense was relentless. Stephenville uh, quarterback Ryan Gafford was 13 of 19 for 180 yards passing. Tate Mariska ran for 151 yards on 25 carries. But uh, two things I take away from this game is that defensive front just making uh, McCollum just just move around the pocket, got him out of his comfort zone, uh, forced him to throw a lot of inaccurate ball, inaccurate balls and uh, some mistakes. And, I, I, I mean, this Stephenville defensive front really showed up. And then the second thing was Ryan Gafford coming back when he got hurt against Brown uh, Brownwood. Oh, man, that was so painful, that was right dude. in front of us. Yes. And we saw Ooh. that elbow and it was just all kinds of janky and crooked and, the, and just out of socket. And the way we saw it was like a horror movie because he fell in front. And he, he we knew he hurt his shoulder, but you were like we were like, Oh, it's probably a, a separated shoulder and all. And he stands up and turns and it, it like that our elbow. Whole, our whole sideline went, Oh my god. Because <laughs> yeah. it was just so yeah, graphic. So bad for the yeah, because I thought you and I both said, oh, that's a season ender. Yeah, and I mean, it looked like at least yeah. six weeks. But now right? I was I, I was told, I, I was talking with another coach, I was told that depending on the grade, elbow dislocations are actually qu- way quicker than like shoulder separation. Once, it wasn't on the throwing arm. So yeah, that's, that's right, good. it wasn't. It was it on was, the left. Yeah. It was on the left. So he's, he's probably still bracing it. But apparently yeah. your elbow, like once you separate a shoulder, you can that can be a thing you deal with the rest of your life. Right. I don't the Max way it's low. Yeah. Yeah. Gilmer. Yeah. My buddy. Yeah. We've actually we've <laughs> talked about that before. Me and him talked about separating shoulders. He, he separated his shoulder jumping off a bunk bed in a wrestling move. Did he win? Uh well, no, because he missed and hit the <laughs> was it trying to land on you? No, I think it was on Brad Seymour. That was a tag team. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was 
I, I wasn't that tough, so I didn't uh, attack. You refereed. I was just watching. Yeah. I, so and what, then every every time he coughed, then that thing would go out. Well, yeah. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on China Spring now, though? Uh, I don't lose any any shine on them. Look, China Spring is still a favorite to go to Arlington. One of my favorites to go to Arlington. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes you just you just lose. You lose. When you're playing the schedule that they're playing, you're going to lose a few of them. I, I think Stephenville remembered that that epic game that they lost last year. Oh. We got them at home. Yeah. Let's and, and that defense was. But it was that. Wasn't it at uh, Decatur? What they played at Glen Rose, well, didn't they? I thought they had to play to the third place because of the. No, oh, this no. is over at Tarleton. Oh, so they get to play it at Tarleton. Okay, yeah, you didn't I, watch this? No, I was, dude. I slept the whole Thursday, oh, man. That God. was right. The epics of my signal. It's your job. I know, I know. That's why I rely on you, though. You're my tag team. Oh, okay. wait, you already said cool. you don't tag team. No, I thought that they. I thought that they had moved it to Thursday. I and think then, earlier and in then, the year they were going. To, yeah, because I think it was like going to be like at Glen Rose or something. Yeah, I think it was Glen Rose. Yeah. But no, they moved it back. They played at Tarleton. Okay. So, yeah, at, at the home stadium. All right. Bay, uh, Bay City, 50. Dude. Needville, 17. This is a little bit of a shocker. I thought Needville, with that running game and that running back, would play this a little bit closer. But Needville just put the shellacking on the Blue or Bay City put the shellacking on the Blue Jays. Well, and here's the thing, and you and I talk about this. As much as we talk about running and running and running, mm -hmm. if you give up, a, a, you know, two, three scores, it's it's harder to stick to that. I think this game was 32-17 to 17 at halftime. Bay City come out and two quick touchdowns and just kind of took Needville out of the game. Yeah. Now, and I want to say, this is one of those games that probably, I haven't got to see a lot of the films. I just saw the stats. It feels like the game was a little bit closer than the score. Needville's call the ball up a couple times gave them short fields i think also needville uh, uh went for it on fourth down at like the bay city 20 and couldn't get it I, I, but i'm not saying that bay city didn't deserve the win i just don't know if they're 50 to 17 better but hey it's a district win it doesn't matter anymore right yeah. i am really curious to see what this black cat team can do in the playoffs because you look at their two losses i know that navasota one's weird but it was a four-point loss they lost to edna 28 21 my edna falling out of the polls that was weird we'll talk yeah. about that in the three about what goliad yeah goal remember back when we started yeah probably a little bit better than what we thought goliad's always one of those teams that's tougher than their their actual record is but anyway tough kids down there yes man. but but with bay city i'm curious to see it, what they do this week against iowa colony to me that's, oh, that's going to big game. Yeah, that's I a think, huge game. Do we have that on yeah, the, we have uh, it on the Yeah. All right. Uh, Jasper 41, Westhorn Stark 38. What a gutty win by Jasper, by the way, because Westhorn Stark, this, the, I think the lead, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go back and, and remember being on the sideline at Silsby, uh, checking this game on and off. And uh, Westhorn Stark, I, I think the, the lead changed several times, but Western Stark seemed to be in the lead for the most part of the game, and then Jasper comes back and wins it, and it had to have been late. Yeah, I'm trying to find right now. I I, I didn't. And if you know, maybe email us. Yeah, Grant and Terry at uh, – I always want to say S2S Grant and Terry. Grant and Terry at S2Sport.com. Um, first off, I, again, we're talking two games in this district. This district is a just a battle. Yeah, as great as Silsby is, there's still a chance—not a good chance—because I think they only have Liberty. I think I said that. Oh no, they got Jasper in the year. So I mean, there's no guarantee Silsby's coming out unscathed. I think they will, but I mean, when you look at if Silsby plays their game, yeah, nobody comes close. To but, them. but you look at how close it took for them to beat West Orange Stark. It was what 
20 to six and it was uh, 14 to six going into the, like the last mm. three minutes. Uh, and it just, this district has just been such a battle. It's been a fun district. And yeah, uh, it, it, there's going to be, th- this is a four team district. And I said it when we talked Silsby, I don't see these teams losing early in the playoffs. I think this is, you know, last year in four, a division, uh, it was Wimberley's district. All of them played everybody and only beat each other in the re- in the playoffs. Yeah. I could see that happening with this. Re- with this and you've got a team like West orange, Stark that's now four and five wouldn't shock me if they're playing in the region uh, region final oh yeah yeah absolutely all right wimberley 48 navarro 20 um about what i thought yeah. it would be right when, uh, navarro is, is first off i still wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs but navarro is younger they're down compared to where they've been the last few years uh they're you know wimberley i've i've seen them against land passes we've seen a ton of film over the last few years when mm-hmm. i watched all the brock game i'm gonna say it again Wimberley, if Carthage stumbles, I think Wimberley is one of those teams that could could pick that up. I I really like what the Texans have this year. Yeah, big up front, can run the football. Cody Stover, one of the most underrated quarterbacks. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, You know, give give them credit. When when they lost Cash McCollum as a sophomore, a lot of people thought that they were going to take a step back, and they've just gotten better. The defense is good. You know, they – basically sound like a hill country version of van <laughs> yeah when do you look at a little it? bit more athletics kind of like van of two years ago when they had the big wide receiver but even this year yeah yeah oh, that big wide that russian we called him the kid for van that yeah, gave yeah. gilmer everything they could in that first half at rose stadium anyway is yeah. that it yep we got one it. more all right that is a review of week nine we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to preview week 10 and coach x joins us right here on sideline to sideline the 4a edition brought to you by si design and printing and power plus mouth guard are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop looking to refresh your look looking to redo your brand well check out si design and printing they're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student athlete experience boasting the brand and honoring your past they do that with banners backlit signage locker graphics window graphics fence mesh graphic designs and so much more if you need a refresh si design is going to help you do that check them out online sidesign.net and hey if you're a parent or a grandparent they've got something for you as well as si design is the leading provider of custom sports prints they offer a variety of products including posters banners canvases and more all you have to do is upload your high quality studio or action shot and si design will create the memory for you for more information all you have to do is go to their website sidesign.net forward slash sports prints and you'll get all the information that you need you can also find them on facebook just type in si design and printing give them a call 254-405-9492 or you can email them info at sidesign.net and tell kyle that's sideline to sideline send Terry Benegra and Goodwin back here, sideline to sideline, the 4A edition, week 10, two more weeks to play all start. As we talked about in the first segment, we're going to be at one of the games in 4A this week, so we'll go ahead and start right there as we're going to go down deep into East Texas, Van in Carthage. Uh, Van 7-1, and one. of course, we've talked about Carthage enough this year. Uh, Jet Surratt, K.J. Edwards, Brandon Manning, Mikel Fields, Katie Matlock, and probably seven freshmen and sophomores that we will learn their names by the end of the playoffs. Uh, with Van, 
it's spread out. It's not as star studded, but like you said, this is a, this is a, and, and this is kind of Van's program. They're a plucky Van Vandal program that I don't want to play in the la- end of the season. Yeah. Very, uh, very good defensive front, right? Jackson Moffat, who I'm assuming is healthy at quarterback. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I, you know, I think they're balanced enough, uh, play good enough defense to at least maybe make it interesting for a little bit. You know, they lost to Chapel Hill in week two, 50 to 28, but that was also a big revenge game for Chapel Hill. They they were the cock of the walk last year, and then Gilmer kind of stuck them, and so they were like, we're going to get right with Vandal, uh, with the van, and then they went into van, which, by the way, it's always hard to play in, in van at Pennington Field, and they just – they couldn't respond and Van whooped them. And so I think this year there was a little bit of revenge, but the way Van bounced back and beat Lindell 42 to 37. And we've seen where Lindell has gone since then yeah. beating Chapel Hill. I, I mean, I'm not going to in any way say that I think they have a, well, they have a chance to beat Carthage. No, certainly, certainly, but I'm not going to say it's a good chance, but I think it's yeah. a better chance than anybody else that's left on or that's been on, on Carthage's uh, scheduling district. Yeah. I look, I think Carthage uh, will stretch this late in the game or late in the second half, yeah. maybe not late in the game, but late in the second half. I think Van is good enough. Uh, Carthage is young enough. Uh, where this will be a little bit close uh, for the first half, but then Carthage will do what Carthage does. Um, again, at Jet Surratt, at quarterback, he's starting to fill it. Uh, K.J. Edwards, running back, you've named all these yeah, guys. I mean, they're uh, studs. But, I mean, yeah, they're studs. This defensive front uh, is getting better every week. I they're, think. they're smallish compared to what Carthage has been, but again, they're mostly sophomores and juniors. And they're quick, though. They're really quick. And, and I saw, and again, I don't know if this was a center thing, uh, or if this is something that's been going on all year, but like I, I know number 70 played both ways for Carthage. He played mm-hmm. tackle and he played in and really good and really that lanky type of in. When you think of Carthage, you always think of that lanky in that just sets that edge, bats a couple passes down all day, mm-hmm. meets at the quarterback a few times. Uh, and, and I'm just, I, I'm curious to see Van because the brackets have got to be filled out by people other than pleasant grove gilmer and carthage there's other teams in this region and somebody's going to play a long ways and, and i think I, I think if we see what we think we're going to see from van it might be the van vandals this year. yeah i think so too oh i forgot to tell you Listen. something I didn't do anything. So, so this time you bet last few weeks, every time I pop that on you, you're all angry. This time you're not did, angry. You get a just... very small reaction, and I know why, because I cheated. Hey Grant. What's oh, you read them? Yeah, I usually send them to you and you don't read them. Because I, well, I I usually don't try to because I like to read them fresh because he he I all the jokes, he's really funny. Uh I didn't Is mean to though. Okay, so, so no, 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 I'm no. I mean, you. I think he's pretty funny. Let's see what no, he has to say. I think he's great. I think oh. he's funny. I'm like, do you not read him though? That's what I really. <laughs> oh no, meant. I usually don't. I really don't. That's okay. why I get tripped over of some of his things he says. All right, here we go. Hey Grant, what is up with the sigh when my music hits? I feel- it's because Terry plays the volume too loud in my ear. It's not, and it. I'm like, yeah, it is. It, it is. You pump that volume up in that stupid intro you've never seen i know you've never seen this movie there's a movie called bench warmers oh i've seen it you really have yeah with uh rob snyder and all that group low no not the, not the sex tape i'm talking about, anyway oh anyway oh, okay. coach x i know you've seen it you remind me of nick swartz not the one with coach the cucumber and... no no that's okay a, oh that's a whoa <laughs> I need to get you. oh that was a snuff thing I, I you were think... talking about <laughs> anyway 
I feel like Triple H walking down the ramp and JR saying, damn you, Triple H, damn you to hell. Whereas Terry is more like Jerry the King Lawler, yes, saying, come on, JR, give him a chance. So 4K, Grant, 4K, it's cool, though, which is just what Triple H would say right before he hits you with a chair. So watch out, man. Watch out. Ooh, he's threatening you. I mean, you don't realize how lucky you are. You get to sit right next to Terrence when he says the eight greatest words in all of podcasting history. Let's see what Coach X has to say. I think we need to get back to the plan. We had where we go around in a van solving mysteries. I don't remember this. In a what? Solving mysteries. He wants us to all get in a van and oh, solve mysteries. Uh, now we just now we just need to find the van. A stoner with a talking dog shouldn't be too hard, but the red hot redhead that wears purple and short lesbian might be tougher, or maybe not. You guys live close to Dallas. <laughs> I'd take you to eight right yeah. now. <laughs> and those are the nice ones. We haven't even talked about the ones that come out at two in the morning. All right. His... I, I like the way he's trying to go go all bilingual now. Poor K. Yeah, Grant, you get that. K. He's been slipping that in this year. That he yeah. must be what's that uh what's uh Duolingo. He must have that app where he's having to figure that out. Yeah. All right, here's what he says. He's on Rosetta Stone. Oh wow. Uh, here's That's what... all he's learned. Poor K Grant Poor K. <laughs> and he still doesn't even know if he's using it right. He has I to say, put it he has to you put say it in poor K, I say better. <laughs> old school right there yeah. he has to put it in google translations to make sure it's right all right here's what he says about a uh, carthage van guys i know this one looks good on paper van has only lost one game and it's for the district championship and all but come on you guys know that Te carthage has won like infinity billion games in a row right maybe we as football coaches should start a rule like carthage has to play the first quarter with the running backs legs tied together but then you could just fight list every player as a wide out so there's your loophole hey why is it a loophole why isn't it just a hole i found a loophole no you found a hole no grant not which not, not you that would be an a-hole wow yeah i told you chair shots give me carthage Wow. Mm. Wow. He's really salty on he me tonight. I told you he would be a couple weeks ago. It takes, it's like, a, it looks like I poked the bear or something. It's like Pony Express. It takes him three weeks to respond, though. <laughs> I thought that was funny. All right. Where are we going I, next? I thought it was great. Uh, where are we going next? Great, Terrence. Uh, Madisonville and Waco Connolly. Madisonville's now seven and one. Their uh, quarterback, Ty Williams, got a really good uh, receiver in Lorenzo Johnson. Uh, Chiron Burns at running back. Uh, it's pretty salty Madisonville offense, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Con um, Con uh, Connolly's kind of given up some points lately. Yeah, but it's 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 who they've given them up to. You know, you, you and I were really big on, on Waco Connolly going mm -hmm. into that China Spring game. And, and they played well at times, but they kind of got throttled. And then they got beat by three to Brownwood. Then they got beat by three to Springtown. But now looking back at Springtown, you go, okay, that's not really that bad. And the Brownwood game, I'm a little still, I'd like to see them to score a little bit more. But again, we talk about Brownwood's defense is, is underrated. Um, I, I I know that my, I know that Conley's probably the favorite, but I just don't know if in a game like this, if they're gonna answer and, and they just tend to don't at times. I, I like Madisonville in this game. I like Conley. I do. I have and no I like problem Conley with that, because Kiefer Sibley's ran for over 1,800 yards. So he far. is so underrated and unknown just because of the class he's in. Yeah, their quarterback uh, Jamarian Vincent is a is a danger running they the football, really and then their quarterback receiver. Kobe Black is a shutdown corner. Yeah, and I, he's a good wide receiver. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I like Conley. Um, it might actually be an upset. 
right now. The way Conley Well, right has, now, Conley's a 17-point favorite. Are they? Yeah. I, I do like Conley. I don't know if it's 17 points, but I like them by around seven over uh, Madisonville. Uh, I, I but wanna, Madisonville can run the rock. Man. I, we saw it last year against uh, – uh, Columbus, Columbus yeah. right? Yeah. Well, you know, and, and Madisonville has that real good Texas Tech stud. I think it's Lorenzo, Lorenzo Johnson. Yeah. He's a great it safety receiver. guy. And it receivers, but at times it doesn't feel like Madisonville knows how to get him the ball. It's very just wide yeah. receiver screen, wide receiver screen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change mine. I thought this game was in Madisonville. Mm-hmm. I'd send Waco Conley. I'm going to go ahead and say Waco Conley wins. Because uh, I, I, I do think Madisonville would have had a little bit of a home field. That's a nice stadium. And a, they have a really good game atmosphere. We saw that against Columbus yeah. last year. Yeah. All right. This is so what, we both have Conley. Yeah, we both have Conley. All right. Here's what uh, Coach X has to say. Is Rusty Nell still the coach at Madisonville? No. AD, right? Is he the or AD? He, he was AD last year. Was he? That's right. Because that's who you had to email for the credentials. I don't know why I didn't realize he kicked upstairs. I thought he was still coaching. Um, I wish more parents would do cool stuff with names for their kids. Like I once saw a ro- rodeo clown named Happy Feller. He does realize that's that, pretty cool, but he does realize that wasn't his actual name, right? Anyway, maybe which I, it was. Which I Have guess. Have seen the guy? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Which I guess. See, this is when I I haven't read it all. Which I guess that wasn't his Christian name, but nonetheless, I went to school with a guy named Woody Head. <laughs> I hope that's true. I had a brother a few years younger named Bobby Head. See, parents have some fun. You get to choose. You get a few chances to name something in your life, unless you buy a boat. Give me the Johns in this one, which would actually be a horrible mascot. Someone would pay for that. Yeah, John Hooker. Okay, but what's I got the John Conley? Oh, John Conley, Good Governor Conley. God, you know what? How I, am I, I the voice of reason I, in this show? Oh, you only saw it. No, I've gone so used to calling him Governor Conley that I, I forgot his first name. All right, where are you going to go next? Uh, let's go Iowa Colony yes. and Bay City. Bay City coming off that huge win over uh, Needville. Iowa Colony's eight and zero. They got a really good uh, quarterback in Carson White, really good running back in Aaron Tenner. Bay Cities with their running back, Jada Andrews, averages about 150 yards rushing a game. Alex Estrada at quarterback. Silent Williams at running back. This is an all-star studded cast on both sides of the uh, of the ball for both teams. Well, And this is a game, if it wasn't week 10, right, when we're going down to Franklin next week and in the playoffs, we would probably be going to, but we kind of just wanted to stay closer to home this week. I think yeah, this three is three hours. Going, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we've we've drawn the, the Carthage drive so long, it doesn't even feel like it's a, a long drive. It is a long drive when you go all the way to Carthage for it to be a game only for about five minutes, and then Carthage is up by yeah. 49 points. Or you get, or after spending the night or the day over in the boats, you get somebody screaming in your ear, oh, pee-wee too. all day. <laughs> yeah, that was um, a long time, I guess. This is going to be a slog in a, in a good way. I, I think that this is an absolute battle. I think it's going to be a lot lower score. Silver in Bay City. And that's supposed to mean something. I've never seen a game in Bay City, but I can I, have not I can remember when when Chad Worrell was head coach at El Campo, his first year, year they went, and he talked about it after, like, it's just different there. Mm-hmm. It's one of those stadiums that – Right or wrong, everybody thinks that the they get home field advantage and so that you're going to go down 14 to nothing before you even walk into the stadium. Um, Iowa Colony, I mean, they're, 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 they're a new program. This is year two. It feels like they're probably going to turn some heads like Bernie did a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, I kind of like Bay City in a slight upset in this one. Really? I, I still, I'm going with Iowa Colony in this one. I have no problem. I, again, I think this is going to be a defensive slog. I, I I know that 
you know, we te- we talk about these offenses, especially Iowa Park on the year they have scored. They have not scored less than Iowa 35. Park? I mean, Iowa Colony, Iowa Park. Man, wow, cool. we're shifting we're, regions we're really quick. Regions and class on the fly. Give me a heads up, man. <laughs> it's, it's the new style of show. I got to look. Looking at the rest, I don't even see Iowa Park. Uh, but uh, you know, Iowa uh, Colony has not give, or not scored less than thirty-five points all year long. So that tells me it should be offensive, especially with base cities. But and I defense just, is not bad. Oh no, they're, they're not. Either. They're not like oh my god, shut you down. But they're when you're when you're scoring forty-eight, you're good. You're, you're gonna you yeah, know, yeah. as long as you're holding them to twenty-five or so. You're. Pretty I will good. say this: Iowa Colony defense will get. Uh, Probably one of the toughest tests they've had so far, at and, least in district. And, you know, that's a good point. When, when you look at who they've played all year, not just counting district, Stafford is maybe, at to this point, the best team they've played. And, yeah. you know, and you know me and you and Stafford, they're all, they can beat anybody, but they can lose to anybody. Right. So there is a good p- case right there that maybe Bay City's played a tougher schedule up to this point. I oh, see. yeah. Absolutely have, but I still like Iowa Colony a close one. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. Uh, did Bay City pay for some sponsorship on this show that I was not made aware of? We haven't talked about the Rollers that, this much since Chad Morris was their coach. That was their state championship. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, nothing but Rollers and Saturday nights. Hey, this past Saturday night, I went to a party that was an open bar. It was a great night for anybody that wasn't around Coach X because I took full advantage and then some of that bartender. That sounded kind of bad. I just mean I made the dude work hard for the money that he was getting. <laughs> Damn it, I did it again. <laughs> hey, coach, you realize there's a backspace button on your computer? Anything you don't want said, you just need to press that button. Eh, give me Iowa. So he's talking to himself now. He is. I, he I is. do promise you one thing. These two teams will score more than Iowa Hawks would ever score. <laughs> Jesus. Let's so score that in the first five minutes. Five, God, man, that offense is such a terrible thing to watch. Yeah, anyway, it is. Any more? It is. Uh, yeah, there's... A few more. Uh, Lumberton oh, and uh, uh, LCM, Little Cypress, Mauriceville. After an 0-3 start, Lumberton is rolling now. Their quarterback, Lucas Powell, is uh, he's really turning up. And receiver Trey Kresh, uh, or Kirsch is uh, pretty much one of the most, I don't know, I'm – reliable receivers down yeah. in that uh in that uh region i like lumberton in this one i think they are just getting stronger every week yeah i know this is supposed to be a closer a close game i think he i think lumberton might go win this pulling away i'm not talking like 48 7 but i could see this being one of those that's 14 14 and then it's 42 14 yeah i think lcm Lumber- six and three but that's a tough schedule they played yeah they lost to west orange stark they lost to kincaid they lost to legacy they beat vider and that's when we first talked about them because we thought vider Vider was starting to heat up. Boy, they ended up falling flat. Yeah, Vider can run the rock, though, yes. man. They can. They can run the run, and it's hard for a defense to stop Vider. So with uh, Little Cypress Mauriceville's uh, defense, you know. I still like uh, Lumberton. I do, too. I do, too. I, I, I like Lumberton. I don't know if it's going away, but I like them by 14, 21 points. Right, is that I say it? around 14. Uh, we got three quick Where hitters. Are Why are you are you looking at the wrong run sheet? <laughs> yeah, I think I am. It's been a long week for me, guys. It it's, must be. Uh, I mean, they're glaring. There they are. No, I, I was. Stephenville and Alvarado. I was Coach X's stuff. Oh, God. Anyway. Stephenville. Alvarado, give me Stephenville over Alvarado. Yeah, you know, this is in Alvarado, I believe. I I still think Alvarado is good enough to be a pest, but Stephenville's defense is just getting better and getting better. And if you hold China Spring to 21, 
I'm really hard yeah. finding Alvarado finding more points than that. All right, Anna and Paris. Give me Anna by 14 to 21, probably actually 21. I think Paris is a lot better than people think, but give me Anna by 21. Yeah, you know, this Paris team, they, they've been all up and down. It felt like they were getting right, and then – Last week, Sulphur Springs beat them 37 to 30. Watch out. As you were talking about earlier, watch out for the Wildcats. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, Sulphur Springs. Uh, I, you know, I think Paris could be a team that could be a headache in the playoffs, but they're not going to be a headache to Anna. All right. And then Somerset and Bernie. Give me Bernie. Bernie is just feeling it right now. They're with a backup quarterback and still just mowing through their schedule. Yeah, this is one of those games that we're just wanting to remind you that we know who Bernie is. I, look, Somerset, they're five and three. Lost to Beville Jones, lost to San Antonio Prep, lost to Fredericksburg. I Dave Campbell's has it as a 15-point game. I have Bernie even with a backup quarterback. At this point, is he even a backup? He's played five weeks now. Five or six. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Bernie names their score in this one. I do too, actually. All right, that is it. I'm trying to get you out of my house. Man, no <laughs> joke. Oh, that's what happens when you're looking at the long run sheet. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Again, if you're going to be in Carthage uh, to see Carthage and Van, let us know. We'll be there. We've got the Van uh, rag. We'd love to have some Carthage swag. Amazing. We haven't picked up a Carthage chat or something over the years. Um, we have. It's probably in the bottom of my closet. <laughs> I've got like two years worth of clothes in your bag yeah. or in your closet now. But anyway, if you see us, say hi. And uh, if you're going to other games, be safe in your travels. Two more weeks in the playoff starts. And, of course, we'll be here talking about that. Until next week, he's Grant. I'm Terry. This has been Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing right here on L4 Media.